question for you really quick. So I want to ask you, because I, I never thought to really ask you these things, because I'm scared. Because you're not so like, I never really looked at you any differently. I more so looked at like your mom and like our great aunt, you know, like mm -hmm. those a little differently. But have, do you feel as if you've been treated differently in circumstances because you are not as dark? I don't think I'm. You have red bone privilege. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. If if I'm on that other side of, I just think I get treated normal, but you don't know unless. You, sometimes you just don't know and like I when I was when I, when I was growing up I didn't understand color and like they have videotapes of me being a little girl like what like two maybe mm -hmm. and I would tell people you know my mom is white and my dad is black oh, so and, that makes sense. Okay, and like what are you and I'm like well I'm in the middle like, <laughs> like because I thought my mom was white she is in the middle and I grew up around a you know, before we moved back to our hometown, yeah. I grew up around a lot of Caucasian individuals, and I, my mom looked more like fair, fair them than she did us. So I just assumed my mom was white and my dad was black. So I was just in the middle. I thought her mom and was I didn't think anybody treated me different, but I'm aware now as an adult, and that's what really matters is that people are being treated differently for right. the yeah. color of their skin. You may not understand it, you may not think it is true, but it is real, and and. If you choose to ignore it, you're part of the problem. Facts. And I, and I think for me, I look at colorism like like racism in that I feel like just as much as there are white people in this world who are saying that racism is dead and, you know, <laughs> they're saying that I feel like there are people who refuse to acknowledge colorism and, and they try to treat it like racism, like white people treat racism. I feel like black people be like, colorism isn't a thing. Like y'all are just making things up in your mind. It's 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 very <laughs> unfortunate. It's very because even now this may not be exactly like that, but I was telling Jessica that like back to texturism, like even in our family, I was trying to tell explain to my mom, we have an aunt whose hair is very coarse and it's it's, <laughs> it's like, so Lord. beautiful. Like it's thick, like it's amazing. And so they always say like, what do they say like about Got her? it? Don't even worry about it. Who? Shout out to J Lo for going natural. J Lo is my mom, y'all. Yeah. Um, but my mom and some of the other sisters um, had a constant conversation about going natural. Um, we done came too far to be nappy headed again, and and they're all natural now. Yeah. Wow. I cannot, and like, I'm so proud of my mom because the negativity she spewed about natural hair. And then when I went natural, she was like, oh, okay. But she still made comments like, oh, well, you got really good hair and this, that, and third. And it's just like. It was talk to her. That was talk. But she's seeing now, yeah. my mom's hair is not like my hair. Okay. And so she has to put more work into her hair. And she still hasn't given up. Like, she's still rocking that joint. Oh, and I'm good. just. And she just talks about now, you know, like how it's nice it is to be natural and I have to go run and get perms and stuff all the time. So people's mindsets can be changed. But sometimes you got like, this is cliche, but you have to be the change that you want to see. Yeah. So I, I, I picked out my dress. I went natural. I talked to my mom about being natural. I talked to my mom about being on YouTube and finding people whose hair was like mine and yeah. trying to figure out how to cultivate my hair. 
and now she's doing the same thing. But if if I hadn't have done it, she wouldn't have done it. And that's that's facts. I'm pretty. Ronnie, so, yeah, I'm I'm so glad that real quick. Sorry, I'm so glad that her mom got something out of it. But mine, on the other hand, <clears throat> she's still growing and she's natural. Yeah. But like sometimes she, the comment she's made, like the point I was making earlier about a family member, as far as like you know, water rolling off her hair, like this family member knows it. It's not like it's a yeah, secret. It's but I don't like that they've done that to her so much over time. That their hair may have their hair may have been more manageable when they were growing up. Maybe not. I'm speaking for my mom. It may have been. But not to downplay or make the other cousin or family member, well, their sister, feel as if her hair is not as great because hers is thicker and that water rolls off of it. Water rolls off What's the too. likelihood of her waking up tomorrow morning and saying, I'm going to go natural? Knowing the things of her. And it, I mean, I know she don't she don't take it harmful and, you know, they laugh about it. But that stuff seeds things. She gets yeah. relaxes, by the way. She's the one that doesn't, she's not natural. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, stuff like that seeds stuff into people. And to bring it back, that's what happens when you tell somebody that they're, they're pretty for a dark skin girl. It seeds yes. something within them. Yes. You gotta watch, your words are so powerful. Words are Power is, is in the tongue. And you have to watch what you speak onto and into people. Um, we need to be more uplifting. We need to be more accepting without without condemnation. Yeah. I think that's that's another step we really can take. Now I've got a question: Who's got more attitude, light skin or dark skin? It doesn't. Think it's it not based on no difference at all, y'all. My people are people. Like she go to. A, 100 way quicker than she do. Oh, don't don't put my oops. Don't. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Just first of all, God's working on me. <laughs> first and foremost, and I do not go to 100. Okay. I go to about 75. Oh, excuse me. She's sassier. <laughs> Thank you. Than she I'll is. But she's sassy as well. We all have different levels, and I don't think it has anything to do with our, with our skin complexion. Who started the the dark skin girls or the Nick Rollers and all the attitude? And, like, oh, he who light started skin. that. He acting light skin. He's acting light skin. He's well, sensitive. I want to talk he about the feeling. females first. Okay. I want to talk about the female stereotypes that go along with being dark skin and light skin. Like, I don't get it. And I'll say that because somebody very close to me makes comments like that. And I have to get him all of the time. Like, well, think about TV, you know, and like Whitley, and um, that's not even a, a girl. But um, well, we can do Pam and Gina because or Pam and Gina. that's a great Perfect. example of Martin. Gina is like all sweet and soft and like you know Martin, whatever. And Pam is like you know nigga, you ugly, like get out my. She is way more brash and out there than Gina is and I think that's something that's constantly seen in media. The light woman is soft, she's feminine while the dark woman is aggressive, she's angry she's ass. masculine and they do that for both men and women. So Even in coming to America when you have um, the younger sister who's yeah. all about money and she's like don't talk to me unless you got money and then the lighter and one is like I want to hand this substance <laughs> into you yeah. and she's like the damsel in distress so that's what they do. Fair skinned women are pinned as the damsel in distress, and the darker women are pinned as being problematic. It's just the bullshit that we've continued to be fed, and it's just sad. Even down to, I guess, when I have, I had a flashback moment, like when I was working somewhere when I was younger, and um, a lot of white people would say, like, you don't, you act differently than most black people. So then, in my mind, I'm like, oh. Well, I guess, I guess that's a good thing because we have been. I spend them on mass and mass. Right. You know, right. That, yeah, because we've been um, depicted to be people that are just 
so outrageous and don't know how to act. You speak so well for me. I'm well spoken. What? Environment has been an environment, one singular environment has been painted onto a whole slew of people. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, everybody doesn't act like they're from the streets of Chicago. <laughs> everybody doesn't act like they're no, from Chicago. No, Chicago. no, no. I'm about to call out a lot of places. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is culturally in a place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People identify with what they feel like black acting and white acting is and it's different if we're in Illinois it's different if we're in California it's right. different Portland, if we're in yeah, North Carolina yeah. if I pulled up to the scene with a Yukon with the back lord people would tell me I'm acting white because mm. here in North Carolina that's a thing they call it the Carolina squad yeah. oh. um car club yeah babe um, <laughs> baby teaching me about cars um but they call it a Carolina squat and you would say I was acting white because it's something predominantly that white country boys in North yeah. Carolina do. So I think it's specific to your region, but they paint black people and the way we should act as whatever the worst is for that particular region. And if you're acting outside of that, then wow, you're really you you're really pretty for a black girl. Like you you're really you're really sweet to you're really be well spoken. Oh, you are so I have education. Excuse me, I have education. We can go on, like, but it's it's frustrating. And I I take to all that personally because I've struggled with being I don't know everyone hasn't had this issue but I have struggled with being dark in so many ways even down to dating like because black girls like you said are darker girls were considered to be ones with attitude which personally I don't feel like I have a terrible attitude but every you know can get there I'm very dramatic but aside of that I feel as mm -hmm. if I had to combat like let, let me not look mean because you know i already yeah, have a natural bitch I face say, i can't I help can that. that but you know darker girls look mean so i'm always now i'm trying to smile come off as a pleasant person and yes it comes from me thinking about um of darker skin i don't want to how they represent me like yeah and how the 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 ideas they already it's have me before i even interact with them like let me make sure i don't come off too loud yeah don't let me be their stereotype aggressive yeah don't right. let me be and, their stereotype and i feel like i that's something that i've had to deal with too i'm not going to act like i've always been the most confident person in my skin because like i said i got to school and i realized like i'm not supposed to be favored <laughs> i'm not supposed to be appreciated and so that played on me in every interaction I've had. I've always thought in the back of my mind, like, what do they think of me because I'm dark? And I hate that because I feel like that's not even something that I should care about. But that's something that has become a huge focus in our community is your light or darkness versus who you are as a human being. And what you bring to the table. Exactly. So I guess let's give, let's give, I mean, what are some key takeaways the two of you would like for our audience to take from this conversation? Because I, I feel like colorism, that's something we can talk about forever. So in everything we've, you know, we've, we've talked about and we've ran through, is there anything or any advice you would give to someone who may just be learning about colorism, who may be struggling with colorism and, you know, their, their self-image? What advice do the two of you have for them? You want to start? 
And I'm speaking on colorism within our community. The black community, yes. Um, I would say a couple takeaways very quickly. Watch your mouth. <laughs> no, and not in a threatening way. Yes. But watch your mouth. Be mindful of what you spew out of this. Because as we said earlier, it has power. Yes. Um, let's really go back to focusing on uplifting each other because honestly if you're thinking consciously about what your objective is when you wake up in the morning if my objective is to uplift people who look like me then that's what is going to be in the back of my mind and i'm going to set out to do every day be mindful of what i say how i approach and how i speak also speak yes do not be silent um, it's everybody's fight. It's not just the dark skinned girls fight or the light skinned dudes fight, like, or whatever, like mm -hmm. speak. Because here's the thing, when people come after somebody, and I'm gonna use a real left example, mm -hmm. okay? They are killing black people in the streets. Okay, period, that's a statement, like facts. And we're looking around like, Y'all have to see that this is wrong. But because it doesn't affect other people and other races, people aren't standing up the way we right. want them to stand up. Trump is trying to build a wall. He is deporting Hispanics and and, and immigrants and he's he's keeping children. He doing a whole lot of folk shit. Yes. Language. Um but Who's there? They are reaching out for someone to help, and no one is helping because it doesn't because it, it doesn't affect them. After a while, babes, there's nobody left to help you because once you knock down everybody, then whoever's left is here to get it, and there's no of those that were before you to help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So speak when you see somebody mistreated. Speak when you hear somebody you. say some old fuck oh, okay. shit. Like speak out of your mouth because one day it will be you. I might not speak for Aya when somebody says that she's really pretty to be a dark girl. Well, then I can't expect her to be like, whoa, 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 that's disrespectful. If somebody walks up to me and be like, oh, you're real cute to be heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've got to, I don't, I'm not there, but we've got to look out for each other. Just yeah. look out for each other, y'all. Take care of each other. Like, and I just want to say, I think that's for everyone. Like, yes, we are talking about colorism today, but in general, if we as people, you know, have more of the heart of God or whomever, whatever you believe in, but of good, a heart of good and want to practice that, I think it will all work for everything. We're all human beings. So therefore, you know, you see someone being mistreated, you should do something about it. But, you know, unfortunately, we live in a world where it, it's made us want to focus more. Well, we have to focus more on people that are of color because obviously we're the main ones that are being mistreated. So that's why the focus goes back to just um, people of color as far as, that's why we say black lives matter because it doesn't look like our lives matter the way that we're being treated. So ultimately my, that's my key or my tips for those that are watching. As she said, just speak. Um, speak if you see that something is wrong, like just the comp, just be trying to work to be a, a good person. And for my girls out there or fellas as well that are of the black community, love yourself. And I love how we talked about earlier, it starts in your family. Like, you know, for all ages, like 
it, it, it can start today as far as trying to educate yourself and learn more about us because we are royal people yeah. we pretty much built this so we are way more than what we really think we are so yeah. educate yourself and piggybacking off of that just self-reflecting because i think yeah. a lot of these people who say they have preferences and myself included just like you said jessica in high school i used to claim that i only wanted to date a light guy you know, I, I had my I had my Chris Brown moment where, you know, I grew up, Chris Brown became popular when I was like 13, and I was like crazy. I wanted a guy who looked like him. He was just, you know, whatever. And I didn't realize that, you know, a lot of that had to do with my self-image and feeling like darker wasn't as valuable once I got to school and realized how they put on. So self-reflect, because I think a lot of people say, oh, I have a preference. It's just what I like when a lot of it is rooted in colorism. That's and a lot true. of it is rooted in texturism. And I think when you can identify that in yourself, you'll be able to correct yourself. You'll be able to unlearn some things and see that there is truly beauty in in your complexion, in darker complexions. And it doesn't matter. You won't have a preference. You will just see a beautiful person and make yes. a beautiful connection and that's all will that will matter to you. Yes. So self-reflecting is important. I feel like Jessica hit Hit, hit everything on the head so i mean you guys give us your thoughts uh like comment subscribe and i wanted to say that part oh <laughs> <laughs> like comment and subscribe yes and follow <laughs> jessica as well give them your social media handle so they can yeah um rabbit 910 on Eight. Everything. everything. <laughs> On everything. And go ahead and plug in your business too. Yes. Yes. Imperial Rabbit Apparel on Instagram. Imperial Rabbit on Facebook. Um, I make African inspired uh, accessories and clothing. So check your girl out. I'm trying to get her to make me the sandals she got on her feet, but she playing. Anyway. So yeah, guys. Then I'm back to Thank y'all so much for joining us this week. I'm pretty sure this will not be the last of Miss Jessica. Hope not. Yes. Um, once again, comment, give us your feedback, and we will see you next time. Adaro. Deuces.